Hello, and welcome back to Stern Chats, a podcast that explores the untold stories of the NYU Stern community. It is February 14th, 2024, and who are you spending Valentine's Day with? Are you buying flowers, cards, chocolates, or all three for your partner in crime? Maybe someone's buying them for you this year. Me? I never understood the whole chocolate thing. I hate being seen eating chocolate. It gets all over your teeth and your lips. I feel like I need to like wash up after I eat chocolate before I can go and kiss my wife. But whatever you do, make sure you spend some money. It's Valentine's Day after all. I'm your host, Daniel Ramos. And Valentine's Day marks one day and one month since I got married to my beloved wife. It was the best day of my life. We had 200 people down in the Florida Keys in perfect sunny weather while the whole rest of the country got whomped by nonstop blizzards all week. Huge shout out to my in-laws, my family, and all of our guests. I really am just so grateful. Anyway, enough about me. In the spirit of love and Valentine's Day, I've invited one of NYU Stern's most prominent power couples onto the show to play the newlyweds game. We're going to see how well they really know each other and give them a chance to earn a real cash prize. Now it's my pleasure to introduce my friends and classmates, Troy Saprell and Jackie Orr. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Troy and Jackie. Happy Valentine's Day. How are we feeling today? Thank you, Ramos. Very happy to be here. I don't know that we're a power couple, but uh, it's definitely a happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for having us. Let's get down to brass tacks. Where did you meet? This is not a game show question. We're still in the introduction, but just tell us a little bit. How was, what's your story? So we both went to Williams College in Williamstown, Massachusetts, and we were both in each other's uh, orientation group. Awesome. Orientation group romance. That's beautiful. We literally met before the first day of classes, freshman year of college. Uh, and, and we still joke about it because, you know, there is a, a couple different orientation trips or, or, you know, options that you can choose from. And one of my older sisters had gone to Williams and I love hiking. So when I'm looking through the list, I saw one that was advanced backpacking. And my sister Kara says, Troy, don't pick advanced backpacking. You know, you like this is the objective is not that you want to, you know, commit to strenuous exercise in your orientation trip. It's that you want to make friends and, you know, get to get to know your community. Anyway, I rolled my eyes, ignored her, went on advanced backpacking, and then I met Jackie. And so, what do you think? There you go. Williams is like kind of like a, a nerdy vibe, but for kids who are good at sports. You know, like like can I say can I say Harbor Junior? <laughs> we, we can cut that out. Sorry. That's rude. And definitely not offended. Uh, strong, nerdy vibe, uh, you know, to the extent that a D3 college can be, you know, serious about sports. I think Williams would consider itself serious. Uh, but neither of us played, you know, varsity sports or something. I did. I did three weeks of um, oh, what's it called? Ultimate Frisbee. I did three weeks of Ultimate Frisbee. Brief, illustrious career. <laughs> Went on an advanced backpacking hiking trip for your orientation. So you're already like sportier than like 90% of the kids at Wesleyan. <laughs> and then marriage. How did that happen? How long were you together? Did we do it while we were still at undergrad, right after undergrad? Like what's the what's the timing of all that? Uh, totally. I, we actually got married during uh, our first fall uh, at Stern. So when we were MBA ones, everyone else was, you know, kind of getting there. When you were an MBA one. Yeah, well, when Ramos and I were MBA one, <laughs> exactly. Everyone else was understanding, you know, New York City, NYU, getting their feel around what the MBA program was all about. Uh, and I was, you know, doing my, you know, homework, going to classes and then going home and getting on Zoom with Jackie and planning our wedding. How did you end up both going to Stern together? Was it was it competitive applying to schools? Like It was sort of by accident and sort of intentional. 
Uh, it was totally intentional. <laughs> yeah. Well, my part was was sort of by accident. Okay. Um, so so I would I would say that Jackie has been interested in getting an MBA for a long time. Um, it's been sort of part of the path that she envisioned for herself, but it wasn't as much a clear next step on my path. And so we graduated. We were both, you know, working, living together. We were in D.C. Then it was COVID. And we actually moved to Toronto for, you know, a year or two years. So just bouncing around working. And then I decided that I actually thought it was the right next step for me in sort of an abrupt fashion. You know, Stern ended up being the right fit. So I moved back and started at Stern. But Jackie was still working for a company based in Toronto and still living in Toronto. Uh, as we were kind of working out things on the logistics end. So because I was locked in at NYU and really having a good experience, that had an effect on the schools that Jackie apl- applied to. So I we had a conversation about which schools I should apply to, and there were two categories that made sense. And one was an international one-year program or just a one-year program. And then the other one was the two-year programs in New York. And obviously, there's only one to pick from, uh, ultimately, because it's the best one. Um, uh, But it definitely influenced me, for sure. Let's have a couple more questions. A couple more questions before we jump into the game. So you started out as a college couple. Children on a little campus in the middle of the woods. You didn't know anything. Then you had to graduate together, and you had to learn how to do real life together at a certain point. I went through it with my wife. Now that you're back in school, does it kind of feel like you're going back to being those little kids in the in the woods? Um, I we did not move in together right away. I lived in Montreal for a year while Troy lived in Washington D.C. and then I moved down with him. And then we actually had three a three week period, or maybe it was a month and a half, where I had an Airbnb. Um, because our parents didn't want us to move in together right away because we'd been doing a year of long distance. And they said, that is just a setup for disaster. So I had an Airbnb for a month and a half. And I think I went a couple of times to the Airbnb. So looking back on it, are we, are thanks mom and dad, good looking out or like we would have been fine? <laughs> Sorry, that's a deep question. I think we would have been fine. I'm a hundred percent confident we would have been fine, but it, it was totally reasonable. And when I moved to DC, you know, I, we were we were just kids coming out of the woods, as as you said. So I lived with two roommates in a row house in in Northwest DC. You know, it wasn't sort of the most natural environment to for us to move into as a couple. Um, so then we went through a relatively brief period where we join. You know, Jackie joined the group of roommates. We made it work, uh, but I think it was not destined to be a long-term solution. So we're, we're still good friends with, you know, both of those, uh, you know, roommates. We went to one of their weddings recently. They both came to our wedding. But relatively soon after Jackie joined our, our happy little roommate crew in the row house, Jackie and I then moved to our own apartment in D.C., which was, I think, a better fit. And then the transition more from being kids out of the woods into being, you know, young, working professionals in a city. Um, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Zach, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry I didn't invite you to my wedding, and <laughs> it wasn't uh, wasn't personal. It's just a bad bad structure. But then now, what's it like being back at being back at Stern? Do you feel pressure to kind of not really tell everyone that you're together? Is that is that, is it weird? Is it like what's what's that like? 
I was worried that I was going to get to Stern and be branded as Troy's wife, which is a lovely title. And in every other part of life, I'm very proud of that title. I think in school, it's a more professional environment. And that was a conversation we had. For sure. It's something we talked about because, you know, you come to Stern and and we both now are at Stern not to, you know, spend time with each other as a couple. We love doing that, but we do that, you know, most of the rest of the day. Uh, the goal here was to come and, and grow in our careers and, and increase our skills. And so we have different last names, right? And you, you know, from you when, when you introed us at the beginning. So it's not immediately obvious to people that we are married, but we also, as Jackie mentioned, wanted to make sure that we did not act so coupley that my already being a Stern student defines Jackie's experience. It ended up being great, but we there were a few funny situations. Business law, highly recommended, Rich Handler, great professor. The two of us sat next to each other almost every day, except when one of us would come in and there wasn't a seat or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? You're not going to sit, like, of course you're going to sit next to each other. Exactly. Yeah. And I remember distinctly a couple weeks into the semester, I had sort of a group project that I was presenting with another uh, member of our class, not Jackie. But I walked in and did my normal, you know, followed the path of least resistance and sat next to Jackie. Our professor at this point did not know that we were a couple. So then the time comes during the class session where we're going to present. And he realizes that the two partners who are going to be presenting aren't sitting next to each other. So he proceeds to give me a hard time about that. He says, Troy, why are you sitting next to Jackie? Why aren't you in the back next to Olivia? I didn't respond. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't say in front of the whole class, uh, she's my wife. Exactly. But yeah. then about... I love this woman. <laughs> Rich. <laughs> but then about halfway through the semester, it did come out that we are married and then was a major topic of conversation almost every class throughout the rest of the semester as we're talking about various legal concepts. But, but the last anecdote I have on that topic is, at least from my perspective, it felt pretty comfortable. We were not expecting to announce to the class that we were married, but by halfway through the semester, pretty much everyone knew it was no big deal. We just were students in the same class, and we were also a married couple. I was just going to say that the other anecdote is one of your friends came up to you and said, I'm so thankful to know that you and Jackie are now married because I knew you were married. I didn't know you were married to Jackie, and I thought you were just flirting with Jackie. That's amazing. So he thought he was this good Samaritan. like. So in hindsight, maybe we should have been more clear about it. <laughs> like, a, like a Barbara Streisand effect thing, right? That's what they call that when you try to hide something and then everyone makes a big deal out of it because, you know, they, they could tell that you didn't want to tell everyone. But it's a tricky balance because you're right. I think it would be so obnoxious if you were just like draped over each other, walk into every class together. You know, that's such a lame kind of high school look. It's I think you really handled this with grace. And my my hat's off to you both. Thank you. <laughs> we we try. Okay. So I think, Jack, you have anything else to add? Or I think this concludes the introductory interview. Uh, no, just maybe an apology if I get some of these answers wrong. Uh, I was asked by Daniel. Let's go over the rules quickly. As I promised in the advertisement, we have a cash prize up for grabs today, but I can't make it too easy for you. I asked each of you to complete a survey where you answered a series of questions about each other and about your relationship. Troy, I'm going to ask you to answer questions about Jackie. And Jackie, 
I'm going to ask you to answer questions about Troy. You will win $20 for each answer that you give that aligns with what your paramour put down in their survey. But the caveat is, it has to be both answers. Troy, you have to guess correctly about Jackie, and Jackie, you have to guess correctly about Troy in order to win the $20 prize. We have 10 questions here. So you're in position to win $200 for your Valentine's Day dinner tonight. Let's demonstrate with a practice question. So this one doesn't count. Troy. If Jackie could only save one thing from her home during a fire, what would it be? Well, Ramos, I think the answer is has to obviously either be me or her wedding rings, the most important things in her life. All right. Troy answers him or the wedding rings. <coughs> Jackie, why don't you tell us what you wrote for that? <laughs> I wrote my childhood stuffed animal, which is a white tiger named Whitey. That's a great answer. That's definitely the correct answer. All right, so a bit of a rocky start, but that's okay. We'll make it up. Now, Jackie, if Troy could save only one thing from his home during a fire, what would it be? So my inclination is his kangaroo hat, but I think maybe he said wedding ring. Uh, I said my computer because it has, but because at the moment I don't have a great system for backing up my computer and it has you know 20 years of pictures including all the pictures of our wedding and all these things so at the moment that's i think prize possession number one after jackie i think that says a lot about you as a person maybe grabbing the computer very logical rational what is the thing that i need most we're over two but that's okay we're going to keep going and now the cash prize kicks in and these next questions are going to be for real look alive troy yeah that was just the warm-up i'm ready troy What's Jackie's favorite flavor of ice cream? So I think that it is, so Jackie is lactose intolerant. So we're always thinking about, you know, what's the right ice cream flavor given that constraint. But Jackie definitely likes ice cream. And I said dark chocolate, I believe. That is correct. Jackie answered something chocolate and non-dairy. So not only did you get the flavor correct, you got the non-dairy element as well. So congrats, that's, you're halfway there. Now for $20, Jackie, what is Troy's favorite flavor of ice cream? Troy loves ice cream. But now, which one is his favorite is the question. It could be chocolate. It could be, um, uh, what's that flavor? I'm going to go with his favorite flavor is chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. Maybe you want to add something to that chocolate chip uh i want to add something to that yeah chocolate chip and cookie dough all right all right that's twenty dollars in the bank let's go you got a little bit of an assist there because it was the first question i want to see you guys get some money you know but for now i'm not going to help you like that on the next one that was a warm-up lap i really like this next question okay let's keep moving question two troy which one of your friends does Jackie like the most? I answered this question immediately. I think the answer is my friend Jeffrey, a.k.a. Stones. Close friend of ours. Has My college friend has become one of both of our friends, and he was over watching the Super Bowl with us just this weekend. Wow, well done. He also goes to NYU, so kudos. Awesome. Shout out, Jeffrey. Making it easy for these lovebirds. All right. Now, for another $20, Jackie, which one of your friends does Troy like the most? 
Carly. I said Okay, I was going to say it was either Carly or Taya, but I wasn't sure. Okay, cool. We're going to give you that. We are going to give you that because you wrote Carly first. If you said Carly and you had Carly second, I would maybe, you know, I don't know about that. But well done. Guys, we're two for two. We're doing great. Getting that money. I'm going to bankrupt me. I'm not going to have anything left over for Sarah tonight. All right, for the next question. Troy, what's the first movie you watched as a couple? I really had to stretch my memory here to go back into our college days. But I believe that the correct answer is this sad Natalie Portman movie named Jackie. Because when we first started dating, we had a plan to watch the movie that was in theaters at that point, which was Jackie's namesake. And then we were going to go and, you know, later that evening, watch Troy, the, you know, kind of Brad Pitt, you know, great. Uh, epic, epic battle movie. And then we went to this little theater in Williamstown, and we watched Jackie. And it was so sad <laughs> that we didn't watch Troy afterwards. But I, I think the correct answer is Jackie. Jackie, why don't you tell us what you wrote? So we did watch Jackie. That was in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I think it was Civil War because we had an ACE event in the spring that I organized. And so you were there as well. And we sat together. Like Captain America Civil War? Yes. Wow. What a great first movie to have watched together. <laughs> I'm so, so glad. That's, that's actually the correct answer, <laughs> even though I got it wrong. I like that movie way more than I like the movie Jackie. <laughs> Wait, Jackie was about the Jackie Onassis, Jackie. Yeah, it's about Jackie O. Jackie O. Which Jackie O is also to my right, but uh, you're also Jackie O. Mm-hmm. I like, am. Damned after? No, no, I don't think at least. All right, let's move on to the next question. Troy, what is Jackie's ideal date night? Mm, interesting. So hopefully it's like date nights that we've done in the past where the two of us go somewhere for a cute dinner. I think food is important, ambiance is important, and at least one glass of red wine is important. And then afterwards, we would either go for a walk or come back to an apartment and maybe play a game or, or watch a movie and cuddle on the couch. Okay, so I heard, I heard, let's see, dinner, wine, walk, game, movie. Five things. And on Jackie's answer, you've got three of the five things that are there. All right, do you remember which three those were? Jackie? Yes. I said walk, sunset walk, dinner with a glass of red wine and chocolate cake. Oh, that's an excellent addition. I, when I when we go on dates, the chocolate cake is sort of implied. Uh, but <laughs> that is a great answer. Trish, Sign me up for that <laughs> any day of the week. All right, Jackie, I'm not going to bother asking you about Troy's ideal date night because I think he just spelled it out for us. But I am going to give you both credit for that point. So you're at, what, 60? 60 bucks so far. Make that money. You've got, a, you've got a bouquet, a nice bouquet of roses. Let's see if we can win some chocolate now or maybe a nice card. For the next question, let's change up the order. Jackie. What is Troy's least favorite chore to do around the house? I think it's anything to do with the bathroom. Troy, what is what did you write? What I said is that it's remaking the bed after we do the laundry. Oh, I do always do that. We we have a pretty even distribution of labor, but Jackie doesn't like vacuuming this thick rug we have. And I don't like putting the sheets back on the bed. 
It's so funny. It's so funny. Every couple has these little like negotiations you do where I do this chore, you do that chore. That's so interesting. That's right. You never do the bed. I didn't realize you didn't like doing the bed though. I think the worst part of the bed though is when you wash the duvet cover, you know, and you got to like get the duvet cover back on the duvet. Like uh, Sarah says I look like the Pope because I like take the duvet (laughs) cover and it's white and I like put my arms. You got to drape it over yourself. It's a, it's a whole headache. It's, it's also always sort of damp still because it takes forever to dry. Yeah, 100%. All right, Troy, what is Jackie's least favorite chore to do around the house? Oh, well, I think the answer is is vacuuming, particularly vacuuming this sort of tough rug we have in our kind of main living area. I feel pretty confident that that's the answer. In fact, when I came uh, back to our apartment on Friday after having a day of class, Jackie had been feeling, you know, in kind of an organizational chore-minded mood and had done everything else about cleaning the apartment, but left me the vacuum with the opportunity to take care of that. But that's because Troy loves vacuuming. <laughs> I do. It's very and satisfying. loves to feel productive. I love vacuuming, too. You, you do the thing where you, like, you go down one line, and you go next, and you come back, and you do it, like, like lawnmower style. There's got to be a system to the, to the vacuuming. Otherwise, I might miss areas. Okay. Jackie, what is the best way to bribe Troy to do something he doesn't want to do? Literally with anything. Anything that is mildly practical, you can bribe Troy with. He loves free things, especially free t-shirts. <laughs> that's so true. It's funny. I don't think that's what I put because I was thinking specifically about our relationship where I find food extremely motivating. But it's so true that I will do almost anything for free swag. Um, <laughs> that is a pretty low bar to clear. I, I have in the past you know, collected signatures, like done interviews, done way extra work for the purpose of just getting another tote bag into the pile of tote bags we already have. That was beautiful because Jackie gave an answer that really did kind of align with your relationship and your life. And, and it's it's a true answer. And I think that's a, sorry, I, I don't, actually, what am I trying to say? I know Troy better than he knows himself. She said it better than I could myself. <laughs> So you do deserve uh, points for that, but unfortunately, you're not going to get the $20 because Troy wrote down food. But I think that was a very touching moment. It's nice to see you know Troy better than he knows himself. So we're going to move right along to the death row meal. Troy, what is Jackie's death row meal? Ooh, that's tricky because I remember I answered this question for myself, but not for Jackie. I'm going to give you a hint. There's three items. Actually, no, there's two items. There's an appetizer. And then there's a main. Although you're Italian, maybe you wouldn't consider this a main. That's the best hint. So interesting. It's actually French, Saprel. It just just sort of funky French as really? Italian. Well, I'm gonna take that out because it makes me look racist. <laughs> you're good. Everyone, everyone thinks it's Italian. I would. Can, do you want a hint? Hey, you can't give a hint. You came up with the answer. Fine. Okay, go for it. Okay. I am noodling on Jackie's death row meal. And she has definitely not just given me a hint (laughs) by my using the word noodling as a synonym for (laughs) pondering. You guys totally worked out a whole secret code before you got in here today. I see her tapping on the chair. (laughs) That's very funny. Three taps means you're moving in the right direction. Wait, sorry. Take that out. Okay, so Jackie's death row meal. Jackie is very healthy, vegetable-oriented, but also likes her carbs and and pastas. So 
I would say, uh, based on the guidance that there is both an appetizer and a main, I'm thinking we have a, a vegetable or a health-centric appetizer followed by a tasty noodle or pasta dish. So I'm going to go, we have a salad with chickpeas and red peppers, Jackie's two favorite salad toppings. There's got to be some lemon juice and some mustard in there as well on the dressing side. And then on the pasta front, it's got to be tomato sauce. Jackie's not heavy on the Parmesan cheese. I'm heavy on the Parmesan cheese. If I were putting together this whole meal, there'd got, there would also be red wine and chocolate cake. I don't know if those are also options when you're on death row, but that's what I'm going to say. We have a three-course meal. Start with the salad, then commit to an Italian you know, entree, some pasta, some tomato sauce, what chocolate pasta, cake, what's the salad, and red wine. Jack, you want to comment on that? Like, what, what, how many more details of this would you, you like? I think you should go for more nostalgia. Oh. And potentially that it's death row. I like, think I'm going to cut this drop. <laughs> hey, you can't say like 11 things and hope that one of them is right. But I respect, you know what, Troy? You're a, are you, are you a competitive guy? Got to respect the hustle. I can tell you. You like to read the rules and and to make sure that you're getting. So wait, what, what was the answer? It was uh, it was arabietta and Caesar salad. Oh, that's with so... lots of parmesan. That's way more nostalgic because her Jackie's dad makes this classic, delicious Caesar salad, which they used to make together. It is spectacular. That's a great answer. It does have lemon and mustard in it. That's a guarantee. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. We are running out of time, so I'm going to ask you one more question. Currently, you're sitting at $80, and we have a chance to make it an even 100 So, Jackie, what do you think Troy's favorite thing about you is? Excluding any physical attributes. Let's be, come on, let's keep it classy. That is a great question. What do I think Troy's favorite part about me is that's not physical, that's not a physical attribute? I think he likes my calmness or diplomacy. Those are both great answers. It's not what I said, but those are great answers. I think that Jackie's calmness and diplomacy are what everyone sees in Jackie and admires about her. My favorite thing about Jackie, which I think is an underappreciated quality, is how funny she is. Jackie has an absolute killer sense of sort of sarcastic, sort of goofy humor but you got to be on the inner circle to be a recipient of that humor. The other night, we were trying to go to bed. It was pretty late. And our neighbor, this old man who lives next to us, was absolutely blasting Family Guy through the wall of our bedroom. And I was practically rolling on the floor as Jackie was imitating the characters of Family Guy based on the muffled sounds we were hearing coming through the wall. So I would say that while I totally agree that my favorite commonly appreciated traits of Jackie are her diplomacy, her calmness, my un- favorite underappreciated characteristic Jack- of Jackie is her humor. You know what? That was, uh, you didn't get the answer technically right, but that was so cute. You've really, you've, you've tugged on my heartstrings. I'm going to, I'm going to have to give you credit for that. So you're still alive. You can to win $100. Now, Troy, what is Jackie's favorite thing about you? It's an interesting question. I'm going to say my energy and enthusiasm, in particular, applied in a supportive fashion. I think that I have a lot of energy. I like to 
use that energy. I like to boost Jackie up, boost my friends up, and I think that that's one of my favorite. That's one of Jackie's favorite things about me. Well done, Troy. You nailed it. She wrote on the survey his love for life, which I'm going to read as enthusiasm, energy. That's that's totally right on the money. You nailed that one. So that's twenty bucks in the bank. There we go. Dollars. How long have we been together? I guess it's paid off. Eight years. Eight years. Oof. Let's hear it for the. Yusepa Island 2017 duathlon <laughs> champion and international Woodrow Wilson Center scholar, Jackie and Troy. My crowning achievement. I love, I need to get over. We have to, my, my in-laws have a house in Sanibel. So we'll take the boat up. And if you take the boat down, we could meet in uh, Captiva. Meet in the middle. That would be sweet. You guys still spend a lot of time there? Have you been over to Yusepa? I have been. But five years ago. It's so... I mean, did you guys... Were you guys okay in the hurricane? Better than most. Sorry? No, you guys... I was going to say, Troy's dad really loves to have houses that are hurricane five proof. Mm. I think I'd like your dad. I'm, like, really into that <laughs> myself. I like the idea of, like, just, like, like, don't live on the ground floor. Build it on stilts. And if a hurricane comes and you get six feet of water, like, big deal. Go out for a kayak, you know? He's a cautious man. You gotta gotta have insurance, so... True that. Totally agree. The man who brought you the man who would take his laptop out of a fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's about time for today. Congratulations, $100 in the bank. Troy, do you have any, uh, Jackie, do you have any words you'd like to, anyone you'd like to thank? Well, uh, Ramos, just want to thank you for inviting us on Stern Chats. It's a real pleasure. Longtime listener, first time participant. Um, but I, I just want to give Jackie a big shout out to come into Stern, which I think we both think has been a wonderful environment for each of us, but to come in and craft her own path through her first year as an MBA student is challenging uh, in the best of times, and especially when your husband is already there kicking around and already knows most of the your classmates and the professors. And Jackie has just come in and absolutely crushed it. She's used that calmness and diplomacy as well as that sense of humor and just come in and been really successful inside the classroom, outside the classroom, professionally, which is, of course, one of the big benefits of getting an MBA. And I couldn't be prouder of her and can't wait to see where Stern is going to launch her. And I look forward to being there at her side as it happens. And I want to thank Troy for being my inspiration. This has been such a fun episode. I'm not usually the sentimental type, but Troy, Jackie, I can't help but be struck by you two. You seem like really well-adjusted, mature individuals sharing their lives together, and it's a beautiful thing. I wish you many more healthy and happy Valentine's Days together, and I want to say thank you so much for joining me today in the studio. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs>